What is up and welcome in to the Easy Smoke in the GM podcast. I'm Ezra McCann and I'm joined as always by my co-hosts. He's a Chicago Public League legend. He's a Simeon legend. He's a Grambling State legend. He was an all-swag second baseman uh, for the Tigers back in the day. He's Brandon Williams, a.k.a. Coach Smoke. And we've got our GM. He's our draft NFL draft guru. Uh, you catch all this work on NBCSportsChicago.com and the My Team Zap. He's Glenn Morgan. Gentlemen, how are you? Doing good. Exhausted. <laughs> yeah, it's been a pretty pretty uh pretty busy uh uh sports week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for us. So yeah, I definitely definitely understand that. In a good way. Exhausted in a good way. Yeah. yeah. We're gonna we're gonna try to get through this relatively uh uh quickly. I'm not gonna say that because then yeah, we're gonna be... have a three hour podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you like that White Sox baseball game? <laughs> Almost finished. <laughs> Just a second. Uh, let's start with Bulls. Uh, after starting 0 and 4 after the trade, Man. it looks like they've gotten their act together. Uh, nice win against the Nets on Sunday. Uh, looked good against a uh, shorthanded Pacers team on on what was that? Tuesday night. Tuesday. Yeah, yeah yesterday. Dare I say, they're yeah. starting to gel. Um, when they face teams that are shorthanded, yes, which is better than what they were doing when they were facing shorthanded teams and losing. Well, so, but so. they were they were facing shorthanded teams before, though. I know. That's let's, what I'm saying. Let's not, yeah, let's, let's right. not forget the uh, the Embiid and Simmons-less oh, yeah. oh, 76ers yeah. team they lost to. No no doubt. I was being facetiously facetious. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm saying that they're looking better beating shorthanded teams, which is better than they've looked before when they were losing to shorthanded teams. Mm-hmm. So, so in that regard, yes, that's a positive. But, uh, yeah, they're gelling. And you could really tell, I think, on that Pacers game how they did not relinquish the lead. Like, that, they kept that lead sizable. Yeah throughout yeah. the whole game. And I'm like, man, that's the biggest, like, that's like the biggest jump of an improvement I think we've seen since, you know, early in the season when they were earlier, like one and three, then they jumped to winning some games and they were challenging and we could see where the team was moving in a positive direction, but then they hit that low and they didn't really quite advance, you know, their, their productivity and their progression. But now, like you mentioned after the trade, you know, had some bumps and bruises, some, some loss, some stiltifying losses now coming around. It's like, okay, now we're starting to get a feel for this team. Mm-hmm. Now they're starting to develop a presence about how they want to go about executing their offense and who the guys are going to be and how everyone can play off of Zach and, and uh, uh, Vucevic. Uh, so, and then these is really helping that second unit come along and even marketing looks like he's starting to get a little, you know, hair on his testicles. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. You start to play with a, little, with a little bit more, you know, uh, and emphatic, yeah, but a little more presence, a little more, you know, emphatic yeah. around the board. So, so yeah, I, I'm with you. Uh, it looks like things are moving in a positive direction. And <laughs> got that Portillo's coming around the corner, dude. <laughs> yeah, was, yeah, yeah, buried the lead there. Uh, the Bulls have their 21st victory, which means that I lost my bet. <laughs> this team is better than I thought they would be. Uh, so. <laughs> So yeah, I mean, you've got a, a a big beef from from Portillo's coming yeah. in. Very, I'm, very good. I'm doing the Omar Epps Malik character from High Learning. Just, yeah. just fuck, yes. we're so yeah, happy man. for you. Yeah. Can't yeah, wait. Man, it's, it's, 
Yeah, they they definitely look like they're gelling though. Uh, I kind of saw improvements the Suns and Utah game as well. Yeah, I think those two teams are just better than us. I mean, yeah, we played Phoenix tough, but Devin Booker got off. You know, it's like we, right. you know, so you know those two teams are just better. You know, and then we got the Nets. I, sure. I want to say shorthanded, but, hey, yeah. we saw what Kyrie did to the Knicks after us. True. So so the the win against the Nets became that more impressive to me because we actually looked like the dominant team versus them. Like, and Kyrie was on the floor, you know. So, so that was big to get that win. And then, yeah, the Indiana game, that was huge, like you said, for the simple fact that, like just watching the game and hearing Stacey King, he kept he kept reminding us how we always let up and lose leads. And I'm like, and that's that's what I'm and it's just like he kept saying it. And it's like these boys would not let up. They was not gonna let go of this game and let the team back in it. Every time it looked like Indiana was gonna going on a little run or make it a little closer, we uh extend our lead anymore you know and that was that was good to see because we've had many games where we blew leads and like it's like what the hell you know so I'm, I'm liking what I'm seeing the more they together the better they're starting to look and it's it's gonna be fun down the stretch but I'm, I'm still more so looking forward to next season versus this season to see the improvements we make over the offseason and then this group being able to practice more together and develop a better scheme and system as, as opposed to just now, right now they're just becoming more familiar with each other. Right. It's still, it's still no like actual plan, I think, cause they still haven't had much practice time. To, mm-hmm. So right now they're just getting, each, getting acquainted with each other with the floor of the game. Okay. Let's do this. Let's do this. It's working. Okay. Like that. So I'm loving it. I'm loving yeah, it. They're, they're learning some things. I think, Zach has learned now that he doesn't have to be Kobe every night. Yeah. Yeah. um, If the offense is flowing well through Vooch, he can, hey, he can step back Mm -hmm. and and let Vucevic go to work. Vooch, what'd he go for? 32 and 17? Man, we haven't had that kind of production. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Ever. ever, From from the same position. From the same position. When was the last time Artis Gilmore. Artis Gilmore. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Wow, that's crazy. Called. Since before Brandon was born, that's, yes. since, that's how long. <laughs> Hell, since yeah, before you were probably born. born. I, I was, yeah. <laughs> By the time I came around, artist was gone. But no, you know what? He came back he for came a second, back. but he wasn't the same artist no. anymore. No, I'm talking about the first artist Gilmore. Yeah. I'm, I'm the only one around to see that. When I, remember, I, I remember when he came. This was would have been like like 87. Yeah, he came back <laughs> and everybody was raving. Oh, we got Artis Gilbert back, and I'm like, Who? <laughs> <laughs> this dude is a bum. <laughs> no, I clearly not knowing, you know, right, the right, history, right, right, right. you know, of what of, of, of who he was, but yeah, A Train, uh, baby, that's one of the better nicknames. But I A-train. definitely remember that, like, man, this dude don't look like he all that good <laughs> as a, as a, you know, seven, eight year old, you know. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, but yeah, no, it's just man, um, nothing but 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 good things coming for the Bulls here. Um, I, you know, you, you talk about the off season and looking for what additions that that could be made. 
Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, a point guard is, I think, the number one uh, want uh, for this team. So let me ask you this. Yeah. With that, with that in mind, if Ball, who I think we all would like to see here, it, is not available, if he's not the person that we're, if, you know, we're not able to acquire his talents, what two or three other point guards would you like to see in a Bulls uniform? He's going to be like 36 next year though, right? That's, that's, that's my main concern with him, his age. Yeah. Uh, I'm just trying to think who's available. You know. That Yeah. It, it all depends on who's available too. Yeah. Can he be our Chris Paul? I guess I say that thinking, can he be our Chris Paul to Phoenix? Like poor man's Chris, but I'm not saying he and his, his mm. games are similar, but I'm saying having that veteran effect on the team. I think his his veteran effect will be more more impactful than his actual production on the floor. I think. Okay. I, right. I think I think because he's he's coming to the point where he's more he's a better off ball guy now than he is creating offense. Right. Like even with the Tampa Bay Raptors. Yeah, I call him Tampa Bay. That's what <laughs> he's not really playing much point guard. It's like it's it's like it's whoever got the ball at the moment. You know, right. it's not really like him creating and setting up the offense. So I mean, I would like him because of his veteran presence. Mm-hmm. I'm just not sure how that would look on the court. I mean understood. So that, that's just my main concern. No, got you. Invalid. I'm just I just threw a name out, you know. But what like about who y'all, yeah, who y'all feel? What about Dennis Schroeder? He'd be available. Yeah, I think yeah, he's he turned down an extension. Yeah. Do you think he's a good enough point guard to help this team progress, or will he just keep us kind of static? It's like how much well, of a difference is he in saddle better, in terms of running the offense? I think he's better than than what they have right now. I think yeah. he's a I think he's a better Kobe White though. I agree with you. He's I think he's, I think he more so wants his baskets, his mm-hmm. buckets. Like right now, he's he's playing the point guard position and have to be that creative for the Lakers, but that's only because LeBron is out. With LeBron on the floor, we know who creating the offense for LA. Right. You know, and 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 he can and Schroeder can score. Now, what I do love about him is he can defend. Mm. That that is that is the that is a good thing. He's a gritty defender, long you know, arm. like long arms. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I just think he's more about getting his buckets than being that creator. So that, that'll be my only concern. I, like I said, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say no to it, but. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he's, not, he's not putting you over the top in terms of yeah, how you feel. Yeah. I, I, okay. I think, I think he's just going to be a better version of Kobe White. I got a I got a uh, outside the box one here that's gonna would take a little bit of magic, so to speak. Exum uh, from you, Exum. That's what Dante Exum. Dante Exum. <laughs> no, 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 no. He's still in the league. No, no, no. So it would take the Bulls not making the playoffs and getting the lottery pick. Uh, you talking about Jay Suggs? Not Jay Suggs. So that that actually wouldn't be a bad move. The brother from Baylor. From Baylor, yeah. It would talk uh, about Mitchell, them. Mitchell, yeah. or no, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking. I'm, uh, like I said outside the box, man. Outside the box, I'm a homer. Io, Io, Dasumo. No, sir. He's too score oriented. No, sir. We need a true. We need a leader we, or a person with. I, 
when I say leader, a person with that general on the floor, I guess is if, what I'm trying to if, say. If Corbello was coming out, I'd take Corbello before I took Ayo. Really? As a point guard. Yes. We need somebody who's more of a general that that because you got you got two guys that the offense scoring wise needs to go through, and that's Vooch mm -hmm. and, and and um Zach. And Zach. We don't need some guy who's controlling the ball saying, no, me first. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we need somebody who can feed them but can score off of them when they draw. Io is going to have to become that player, though, if he wants to survive in the NBA, doesn't he? I mean, I like your Suggs idea. I like Suggs idea because he can defend and I think he's aggressive. He's kind of to me like a more, I don't know if he's a more athletic George Hill, but I think he's a little bit better George Hill. Not maybe not quite as tall. But he's not. She's not short. But I think he, he's a, he's a more aggressive than George Hill to me, and that's somebody that I think would work with this particular offense because of the scoring options you have with Vooch and uh, and Zach. But also too, we need somebody that's going to help develop Pat as well. And Pat's yeah. going to develop at the point guard is hogging the ball and yeah. making making sure he's a third option. The point guard kind of needs to be the the off option, but person who can develop his game in terms of being a leader and a floor general, but also help everyone else's game be able to flourish. You know, so someone with a, like Chris Paul has that mindset now. He may be, yeah. Chris Paul, maybe maybe he's always kind of had that mindset, but mm -hmm. didn't always have the talent around him. But I think Chris Paul, we need someone with that kind of mindset. Like I can, like I know I can score whenever I want to, Yeah. but it's more important for this team to succeed and the success lay in everybody else being able to do what they can do to the best of their abilities. Man, I, I know this guy is not we we I don't I don't want him now, but we had him in the past and it's like this is the perfect group that would have blossomed with this guy at the time and that's Rajon Rondo. Yeah, I, dude, I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, hey, he's, just, <laughs> he's like it, seven years too old at this. Yep. Yep. If we had him when we when we had him then if this was the group then yep. Oh man. Yeah. He'd be kind of be like Chris Paul in a way. Maybe yep. not maybe not having that scoring As, capability. Yep. Yep. But you know, he because like Rondo can can get points that's going to the basket and he's gotten a little bit better outside. So he's not the he's not the score scoring threat that Paul is, but he's ever bit the floor general and ever bit the coach on the floor that has that mindset and 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 knowing you know how much more viable the team's gonna be when everybody else is able to do what they can do to the best of their ability. Um, yeah, I'm with you on that one. Um, but I, you know, all that being said, I, I think we all three of us would agree that Ball probably kind of services a lot of what we're saying as far as being the best option for what the Bulls may need going forward and him still being young enough to yeah. also grow with this team too. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. Um, now that I think about it, yeah, Kyle Lowry actually wouldn't be a bad move. Cost effective. I don't know if it's cost effective. He's not gonna cost that much. You don't think so? No. What's, he, what making, you, what's he making this year? Because of what you said. He's making thirty mil, but it's one year deal. He, he ain't gonna be making thirty so mil after this year. So <laughs> right. <laughs> he, he, he dropped, you can cut that in half. <laughs> you know, and maybe maybe he might get off on like a three year deal with a player option or something like that. But um, yeah, thirty six. Ain't nobody's trying to drop thirty million in his pockets. Yeah. I mean, you see the crap they were trying to – they were asking for in the trade market, fam. And them teams <laughs> like, okay, y'all done lost our damn mind. Like, that Canadian air get to you. <laughs> Surprised where they are right – where the Raptors are right now? 
Because they're, yes they're in the 11th spot right now. Yes, I, I'm not really surprised. And being that I've always felt they overachieved. Mm. And then the year they had Kawhi, you know, hey, it is what it is. But like, I'm I'm not I'm not very high on Siakam. I think he's a lesser version of Giannis. Like uh not Giannis, a lesser version of Bam out of bio. Like I, I I'm just not sold on him. I'm I'm Van Fleet doesn't scare me. You know, it's like they had they run, you know, and now and now teams are like Okay, y'all just some other guy. Y'all don't scare anybody. <laughs> y'all coming to play in Toronto, we're not afraid of you guys. Uh, sorry, you know. <laughs> and they're not even in Toronto. Yeah, so. they're, they're, they're in Tampa. And I know they've had some COVID issues, but yeah, that's, yeah. I didn't expect them to be where they are right now. No, I thought maybe seven, eight, nine, maybe more seven eight i didn't think 11 i think i didn't think on the outside looking in the yeah. biggest surprise is boston at eight i agree with you there that's surprising because it's like y'all are relatively healthy what's going on <laughs> uh, well they didn't look mad they didn't look that way when they played us no they look they look they look <laughs> I, I don't they, it's weird because it's like I don't know if if they've gotten too stagnant with one another. Uh, I don't know if Kimba's health being in and out is affecting their continuity. Um, that could be an issue, but that just seems like that doesn't seem to be like enough to be putting them where they're at now. Like they've played without, you know, other point guards, <laughs> you know, yeah. for a while. They have enough athletes and enough talented guys who can I, play on and off the ball. I don't I know mean, what the problem is. I think what happened with them is while other teams have been getting better. Mm. They they've just been the same. Good point. They've just been the same. Like and and it's starting to become alarming. Like Brad Stevens, what are you gonna do? Like right. you know, like you got a team like the Bulls that's catching up to you. And, and we don't have well now we do have two all-stars, but we didn't have what what it was what it appeared to be what you all had, you know? Right. So, right. so it, it's becoming alarming over there. And I, I told people from jump to me, they're a bootleg version of the Brooklyn Nets. Well, what everyone thought the Brooklyn Nets would be, Oh, they're going to play ISO ball, but I'm like, have y'all and everybody like Boston, Philly, Milwaukee. I'm like, have y'all ever watched Boston play? It's the Tatum Brown and Kimba show. Give them the ball, watch one of them work, and then see what happens. They don't move the ball like that. <laughs> yeah, they actually move it a little bit better when Marcus Smart's kind of the primary. Yeah, when Mar- yep. When they and I told when Marcus Smart went down, that's when the team really started going down. Yeah. He's back now, but they still struggling. Suspect. I'm like, but they they that's that's how they've been playing. I'm like, they. Mm, Brad Stevens got to figure something out. So that's that's one of the biggest surprises to me. Last thing, uh, Draymond Green, it seems he's been having some some thoughts the last few weeks, you know, on different different is this topics. About the, is this about the women's? Well, no, 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 you know, I wasn't even going to go there. But if you <laughs> want to, you <laughs> can do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
I don't know if I don't know if you want to, man. You know, nope, nope. Because anything could be anything could be the wrong thing with that no, subject. This one's actually on the play-in tournament, and he says that. Uh, oh yeah, it takes the importance of the regular season away. It's unfair to the teams that you know one through eight that earn the right to go to the playoffs. What do you got? What do you guys think of the the uh, the new play-in system? Well, I guess they did it last year at the bubble as well. But, yeah, the playing system as on a whole. Um, I think Team 7 and 8, I can understand their reticence because it's like, what the hell? <laughs> you know, like, especially if you think about it traditionally, you know, 1 through 8, they make the playoffs. You get, you know, you get a, a legit seven games now to advance or not advance. Yeah. So now you're telling me 7 and 8 is just as bad as 9 and 10 <laughs> and you're going to have to play as it. Is it best two out of three, or is it just one game? No, it's so just it's one, one game. So okay. one game. So seven. Right. So seven plays eight. Seven plays ten. Nine seven plays, uh, plays uh, right. seven plays eight. Right. Seven winner, plays eight. The winner becomes plays. the seventh seed. The loser plays the winner of nine and ten. Right. Look, well, you said that so so much easier than oh, I wow. said it. <laughs> that's, that's a little complicated. I mean, not complicated, but just like that's a little more involved than I would expect it. I, I guess that's a little bit more fair than what I was thinking. I thought it was seven plays 10, nine, eight plays nine. Um, so that at least gives seven and eight two chances to stay in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I'm, with that concept, I'm not so negative about it because you, you should be better than nine and 10 because you say you're seven and eight. Um, but I, I still see where that puts a little extra onus, but I, you know, I think that makes, I, I think going forward, it'll play better than what it may feel right now. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You know? A lot. When, when you're so accustomed to something and then something just drastically changed is it's always questionable. Look at what's going on in the NFL right now. They just right. added one more game and it's like all hell broke loose. Oh, <laughs> oh God. Like, you know, in, in five years from now, seven, games is just gonna be like 17 games and if they start 18 it's gonna be a another hailstorm like oh god what is going on you know so it's it's the fact that it's it's new here's my i think oh go ahead ahead. i'm sorry uh, I, i just i just think like like gm said over time like especially if it's exciting Mm-hmm. Just like the wild card game with MLB baseball, right, right. Like you know, like it excitement takes over everything. If it's exciting, people are going to be with it. If if it's a dud, it's going to be like every year we might have this conversation. But if it starts <laughs> out exciting, and and if the seven and eight tend to you know make it through, now I, I say this: what will be interesting is if the Lakers slide to nine i know it's i don't think it'll happen but if it slide to nine watch watch how much talk of this playing tournament is going to be so much relevant then well that's, that's what i was gonna say so my problem is what if the seventh team finishes like six games seven games ahead of the 10th team? team yeah and then you should be six lose. then you should be six or seven games but you get two shots though yeah, you know, if you're seven and eight, that's why I said if you're seven and eight, you actually have two chances to to go forward into the playoffs. So even if you lose to eight, if you're the seventh team and you're six games better than ten, yeah, but it's one. I mean, anything can happen when you see that. In no, a, it's, it's technically in two games tournament. Yeah, but it's, techni- it's technically two games for seven and eight. 
Well, yeah, let's say seven, let's say the seventeen messes around, loses the first game, loses to the eighteen, and then plays nine and has and a really bad night. Yeah. Well, then yeah. your ass, then your ass is probably yeah. gonna get swept in the first round anyway. You don't deserve yeah. to be there. So now, nah. yeah. way back, hey, like like you, like my grandson, say- my grandson <laughs> tells me, he's three years old. He's got the wisdom of of, of Solomon. Do better. Do better, Papa G. Do better. <laughs> so you the seventh seed. Wait, do wait, 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 wait. He told you to do better? <laughs> Dude, he, he tells all of us to do better. <laughs> Papa, Papa G, Papa G. Do oh, better. Man. Hey, now. Nah. I don't know how I take that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, now, nah, I will say this, though. In the West, uh, I. I don't, I don't like I said, I don't see the Lakers falling that far down. So if they're seven or eight, like hey, they're gonna win once them guys come back healthy, in my opinion. Now I will say in the East, though, with the Bulls making the moves they made and now they're starting to jail, the Bulls can the Bulls can probably be that team you're talking about is that that hurts somebody's feelings. Look at look at I mean look at the West <laughs> right now. I'm looking at the standards right now. Golden State is the 10th team right now. You mess around and, and Steph have you know two fifty point nights. Okay, okay. Yeah. And then and okay. then okay. and then and then Steph gonna get swept in the first <laughs> round. Okay, and, and I, so I, so I got something for you. Yeah, don't be team seven or eight. Do better. Be in the top six. You ain't got to yeah. worry about it. Yeah, I, I think it puts more of an on. I think it puts more of an onus on on the regular season. Yes, and teams realizing, you know what? I need to I be top play. six. I, I gotta I, play. I can't be thirty-eight and what, what's the math? Uh, Forty. Right now, it's seventy-two 30, game season, so 30, 38 no, no, and forty-four. I'm, I'm talking about going forward, but oh yeah, but thirty-eight yeah. and forty-four, right? Yeah. Thirty-eight and forty-four. Yes, yeah, my math's not that good. Right, I can't be thirty-eight <laughs> and forty-four and slide into the playoffs anymore. I think I'm gonna have you know at least three or four more games to play. No, 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 sir. You mm-hmm. need to be forty-six and again, I'm putting math out there. Then thirty-six. You need to be forty-six and thirty-six, so you can be yeah. in that six spot. Hopefully, you know yep. what I'm saying? So I think it puts more, and this is what Draymond sometimes should just be quiet and, and, and you know, think before he talks and really, you know, look at more than just one angle at something, more, more than just his perspective and realize this puts more of an onus and more importance, I should say, not onus, but it, it, it becomes onerous if you can't get into the sixth spot. But I think it puts more of an importance on you need to have a better record to be in that top six. Yeah. And if I mean, you're seven and eight, and here's mm-hmm. the thing, seven and eight, nine and 10, hell, Five, six, seven, eight, nine, and ten, probably from like the all-star break on, are gonna be fighting yeah. and playing. And you know, you're gonna you're probably gonna have a little bit less of those days off. <laughs> you know, those uh what do you call it? those those days where you uh, low management those days. Low management yeah, days. You're gonna, you're gonna probably have a little bit less of those after the all-star break because teams are like, dude, we need to get into the playoffs. Yeah, you know, we and, need to make and- sure. And 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 we've seen many a time, especially in the East, where you had the seven and eight seed under five hundred. Yes, like you know, like yeah. Now, 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 it's like you're not going to be just automatically rewarded for that. Exactly, you're going to have to prove that you deserve it. And I think also what it does is it puts importance back on coaching because those teams that are seven, eight, nine, and ten. It's just one game. You're going to need to listen to your coach and your coach mm-hmm. is going to need you to listen to him or her to be able to 
progress and win. And if you're unable to, then a general manager can be like, huh, you couldn't win one game? I don't think you're our guy or our person going forward. We need to find someone who can do do better. <laughs> so so I, I think, like I said, down the stretch, the more you, you look at it, the more this evolves and people kind of acclimate to what it means and what it can mean, I think we'll realize there's a lot more importance placed on the regular season going into the playoffs and like excitement you were talking about, Brandon, all of a sudden becomes more palpable because now it's the, the shit's hitting the fan for real, for everybody, for jobs, <laughs> you know, yep. and, and, and reputation and so on and so forth going into the playoffs. And it's like foreplay before the playoffs, you know, before the real playoffs. And then that now here's the thing. You'll start to see where is this team hot now coming into the playoffs? So the teams that have been kind of chilling, although it's just one or two games, you know, that number one seed is now playing a team that's maybe in a better flow. So maybe they get, get away with two out of three games starting out or whatever the case might be. You might see a, some quote unquote more upsets with the one seed playing a different eight seed now or, or different or more motivated, you know, eight seed or the two seed playing a different, more motivated seven seed, so on and so forth. I, I, I think you, we might see some of that going forward too. So I'm, I'm, I think I'm curious to see how this goes, but I think it's moving in the right direction. I think basketball needed to do something because it had become somewhat stagnant in, in adding more games in terms of, you know, instead of a three, three out of five and make it four out of seven, to me, that didn't make it any better. I just they mm. just, just drew it out a little bit longer. I, I you know, I you know, I laid it for that. I like three out of five because I like you know, I like the three out of five first round. Yep. Because yeah, it, they, it actually did give the eight seed a a, a, a yeah, little bit, little they bit. They changed of it. I yeah. never forget they changed it because I forget who the Lakers was supposed to play in that first round, and it looked like that team had a chance to upset them. And next thing you knew, they changed it to a best of seven. So it's like they 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 did it to avoid number one seeds being upset. Yeah, I, I remember when uh, Seattle lost 90, to Denver. Well, I do I remember that? <laughs> I remember ask Kendall that. about that one. <laughs> <laughs> no, you ask him. Right. I, I, I got a quick story about that. I'll tell you. Remind me. I got a quick story about that. And uh, I remember the, the year before that, uh, Phoenix went down 0-2 to. Who were they? Who was the eighth was seed it, that was year? Was it the Lakers in the West? Was it the Lakers? It may have been the Lakers. Yeah, they went down. Yeah. Oh, they went down oh two, and it had to win three straight just to just to just to win that series to move on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's that's why I like the the best of five for that first round. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, what, what, what's what's the story? The quick story is like so. Kendall KG was with the uh, the Seattle SuperSonics back in the day, and they're the number one seed, I believe. They were playing uh, Denver Gold, uh, the, the the Nuggets, Denver Nuggets, and uh, Mutombo was the center for the Nuggets at the time. But the point guard uh, was Mahmoud Abdul Raouf, who was formerly mm-hmm. known as Chris Paul. I mean, not Chris, Chris Paul, but Chris, Chris Jackson when he yeah. was in uh, college at LSU. <laughs> so. <laughs> The glove, Gary Payton, who always just talking, always talking, <laughs> kept calling Mahmoud Abdul-Rahouf, kept calling him Chris Jackson. <laughs> and Ken was like, man, shut up saying that, man. <laughs> and Mahmoud Abdul said, you're going to say my name the right way. You're going you're gonna to respect me. And he was killing them. They could not stop him. And KG's like, man, Gary, shut the hell up. Call that man by his real name. <laughs> he, went, he went Ali on him. He went Ali on him. And he ended up losing that first round. And Mutombo, that picture of us grabbing the ball. Oh. <laughs> but KG said he never gave Gary for that. He's like, man, 
You need to shut the hell up, call that man out his name. Busting your ass. <laughs> That's good stuff. Yeah, I think the only time we seen the upset of the best of seven was Golden State over Golden Dallas. State. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I'll never forget that because it felt like uh they went they won the championship, man. They, had, yeah. <laughs> they swept them. from the ceiling. Yeah. They swept them though. I was like, man, did was the NBA champion just crowned? Oh, man. Little, little did we know. Yeah, a couple years later, it did. It happened. It happened for him. But uh, yeah, just because, man, I just wanted, wanted to get you guys' thoughts on it. I, I think I'm for it. I think it'll it'll uh, bring forth some, some extra excitement um, going into the playoffs, and there's never anything wrong with that. Uh, and honestly, I don't think you can really feel bad for a, a team that finishes seventh or eighth in the no. – uh, in the standings. Not at all. Because what, what are the odds of them moving on anyway? Do better. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, 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 what's, what's your grandson's name? I'm, I'm with him there. DJ. I'm, I'm with him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's move on to, uh, to the NCAA tournament. And uh, we crowned a champion uh, hmm. this week, the Baylor Bears. Oh, I thought you meant me because I was the only one that picked him. <laughs> oh yes, yes. I mean, yeah, you, you yeah. did win, but I, yeah. I gave up. I gave up after after the second round. I was out. So yeah, I, I just I feel, I gotta feel good about something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh Baylor, well here, let's let's talk about this. First of all, we had in the final four, the Gonzaga UCLA game was one of the Great greatest game. games I've ever I've ever watched. Something with Duke really uh, Duke Kentucky, something with Duke, Kentucky. Yeah, I was, going, I was going to ask that. Where, where would you put that? Um, it's behind it, but it's not. It's behind not ahead of it. Yeah, it's behind See, it. I put it up ahead of it because it was a Final Four game. The Duke to Kentucky me, was a regional final. Yeah, to me, that was, was a – Still tournament. That was – Duke, Kentucky too long ago for me to really remember it that much. You too, for me, for you me, too I only, For me, I only got three. <laughs> For me, I only got three. I got one, North Carolina, Villanova, a couple years ago, a few years ago. Okay. Uh, Jack Jenkins, buzzer beater to win it. And that's, that's and a championship. championship. Yeah. Then I got Kansas, Memphis, Mario Chalmers, big three to send the game to overtime. And then I got this one. Those two games are championship games. So that's why I don't put this one above I get the and, and, championship. And, and that Carolina Villanova game was wild. That last minute or so, uh, I forget the boy night for Carolina was just throwing anything up. And for some reason, it was like going in. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> I, I get the championship because the weight of it, obviously, I get that. But to me, that doesn't always necessarily mean it was the best nail biting game. You know, like like to me, it's it's more than just because it's a championship. It's got to be the players involved. Maybe sometimes the schools involved as far as the history and, and the legacies on the line. Uh, the moment, obviously, and how memorable that moment is. So I think it's a mm-hmm. lot of different elements for me. Uh, the cha- and I'm not just discard just disregarding the, the championship. I, I I feel you on that. I just think that sometimes. And, and I guess ultimately, and that's where everybody differs, just how I felt after watching it. You know, yeah, what was my yeah. experience after that, watching it? Because I think that Illinois, Arizona. Uh, I was just about to bring yeah. that up. 
Yeah, yeah, that was fantastic game. Yeah, but but if but if I'm a kid from North Carolina, maybe I don't feel the same way. But because it was Illinois, True. you know, and we want them to get to the Final Four, and it was such because sometimes you know I'm going tangential here, but sometimes in the NFL the championship game was bigger and better than the Super Bowl, just getting to it, you mm-hmm. know, because it's like, man, just a fight to get a chance to play for the championship, yeah. you know. Uh, but that Illinois-Arizona uh, game is, is, to me, was higher than this UCLA-Gonzaga one. Um, and like I mentioned before, the Duke-Kentucky one, that's just that's just iconic uh, in a lot of ways because of the players, the coaches, the schools, you know, the Blue Bloods, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Um, and I think a lot of people forget, and you, I shouldn't say forget because you guys probably, hey, you probably weren't born and, and Ed's probably too small, but North Carolina State and Houston uh, with Lorenzo Charles. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah, Lorenzo Charles. No shot clock. Yeah, no shot clock. No three-point line. But Lorenzo Charles catching that ball off a missed shot and then dunking it in and not knowing that he just won a national championship. And Jimmy <laughs> V running around trying to hug somebody. And, and me in, in my home with my brother's and my, my one uh, cousin, Pam, who was big into basketball, everybody but me had Houston. And I'm like, I told you, even though I didn't know crap about basketball. I was like, <laughs> I told you, I told you, I told you. So to me, that there are some things that, you know, based on, like I said, how you felt coming away from it, how memorable yeah. it was, the schools and stuff involved. But but that being said, it's not to take away from the UCLA no, Gonzaga game in the way he wanted i mean you know you just you ah, all, all those things that people's faces on on instagram and youtube man. like you know for ucla like hey! <laughs> you know what <laughs> they're like did that, did that count <laughs> yes indeed yeah i feel like there was so much emotion there from yeah. that win for gonzaga yeah. That it, it it took the wind out of their sail. No, no, it didn't. No, no, it didn't. No, it didn't. Not at all. No, it didn't. No, it didn't. No, it didn't. They You're faced a better team. Yes, you about they to get They faced a better team. Preach. Tell them. They they faced a better team. Tell them. It, it, it's no it's no if ands or buts about it. Mm-hmm. I've been seeing this all over sports shows mm-hmm. talking about Gonzaga choke. No, you can't no. choke if you wasn't the better team. <laughs> You can't like, choke no, when you're down 16 to 1. They were not, they, they were the just couldn't match that physicality, nope. that athleticism. Nope. They couldn't match it, man. They and don't forget, it. don't forget because I, 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 the implication sometimes, and again, I know I tend to go there, but when we say athleticism and physicality, we always talk about African Americans and, 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 and people of colors, they're their physical dominance. We don't ever talk about the execution. Baylor out executed execute, those boys yes. from jump. Yes. Execution involves intelligence and we don't focus on that enough. And that, that, that focus mm-hmm. is taken away and given to other people uh, mm-hmm. for other reasons. And, and they, they out executed them. That's they, what I was impressed about. Yep, they exploited every mismatch. Yes. Every mismatch. And like, the only person that looked like he could be on the... Sucks. I'll say this. Only person that looked like <laughs> He could probably maybe start, but he can definitely play for Baylor. Is Jalen Suggs? Yep. I do. Kispert, I, Kispert, go play in Europe somewhere. You won't last. Like he didn't impress me at all this tournament, at all. Right. And then Timmy, yeah. But hey, nice to you, could, you couldn't bang with them big boys down there, no. man. No, you couldn't. They, that that game ain't take nothing out of the mess. Nope. It just wasn't good enough. <laughs> 
And I promise you, man, I, I'm listening on the radio because I, I, I saw the first half and I was trying to get back from halftime to catch the second half. But I'm listening, you know, on XM. And I don't know. I don't know if it's Billy Packer, who, whoever it was. And, you know, I'm hearing the game wind down. They're like, yeah, you know, I just wonder if that UCLA game, if they just I'm like, no, don't do that. Because how many times has a team barely won a game? And that's what's propelled them to win. Yeah. And, you know, this game. So you can't just pick and choose, you know, when something propels you. And because you don't like the other team or maybe you wanted this team to win more, you're finding reasons for them losing. When clearly, if you're being candid and objective and honest, they got <laughs> their asses handed to them from jump. You can't I'll, I'll show. Know what, no, one is, no one is saying that they didn't. I mean, mm. the game was over five minutes into it. Yes, pretty much. We understand that. I'm just saying I think Gonzaga is better than what they showed in that game. No, they, they are. Yeah, maybe but, get no, somebody not well, named well, Baylor. Well, be- better <laughs> than what they show. <laughs> right. I agree. It, it, against anybody other than Baylor. Yeah, against the other 26 people they beat. Anybody other than Baylor. How did Baylor lose to Kansas? Because Baylor was coming and, and off Oklahoma of quarantine. State. Off of quarantine, that COVID. Baylor, Yes, Baylor was coming off quarantine. They, what about they, what about the 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 uh, Big Twelve semifinal? Big Twelve champ. Uh, they lost or, to the best player in the country. Sometimes that happens. Sometimes that happens. Sometimes you have lapses. That stuff happens. Yeah, no one's saying you can't get beat. But but but, yeah, but that's, that's, what who, that's what I'm saying to who, say that. But who but who no. did Gonzaga play of that caliber down the stretch of their season? Well, it's, I mean. They I play mean, in the West Coast Conference, so I'm I mean, just saying. Not, exactly. That, that, so that's I, not their fault, though. It's not. It's not. But I'm not going to. I'm not going to diminish Baylor for having two losses <laughs> playing in the Big Twelve right. and right. elevate Gonzaga for having no losses playing in the West Coast Conference. That that right. that, that that's no. And say that you know Baylor. I mean, so that Gonzaga didn't show as well. Look, man. Um, it's a championship game. You both had a day to rest. I don't want to hear that. And don't diminish, like you were saying, Smoke, don't diminish what Baylor did because they had a lot to do with, because, you know, here's the thing. Baylor looked like the better conditioned team to me. They looked like they wanted it more. They, Like you said, their physicality, but they were, they were just at it the whole time. And, and Gonzaga, to me, showed me something by fighting yeah. back. Right before half and getting it, it was a yeoman's. Just, they didn't just quit. They didn't roll over. Right. They it was a yeoman's. It was a yeoman's task to get that thing back to 10. <laughs> you know, congratulations. You know, on making it look like a game. Congratulations on keeping the the, the, the country from turning the t- turning it off. Because at 16 to 1, I was like, man, this thing is over. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't just because it was 16 to 1, it was how bad the 16 points were scored on, on them scoring the one. It was just like yeah, they dominated them. They dominated them, so no, I, I think that's all. That's all, Baylor, man. Kudos. Yeah, yeah. If they if they play best of seven, I say Baylor wins in five. Yep, four one. I'm with you. You know, and, and Baylor. I don't know if other people said it or not, but and I'm not saying they're the same players, but just the the, the way they manifested uh, their abilities out on the court. They reminded me a lot of that UNLV, UNLV team that had Larry Johnson and Stacey Augman. It was like we 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 will not be denied. They played with that type mm-hmm. of 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 of, of in, uh, emphasis 
when they were going up against Gonzaga. It was like, we will not be denied. You will not deny us. We Because a lot of times there were some calls that could have gone their way that they weren't getting, and they didn't complain. They just got themselves up off the ground and came right back at them. And the way they got back on defense, I'm like, good mm-hmm. Lord. I mean, dude, they can't breathe out there. And they, and they were moving their feet. It was – it was. I'm like, dude, I was just so impressed with their their intensity. Man, and, <laughs> what what got me when I knew the fact that you can hear Gonzaga defenders when when I mean not Gonzaga you can hear Baylor defenders when Gonzaga go up for a shot and they block it or something like, get this shit out of here man they, like you hear them <laughs> like you you hear them like like they are like really like they're they really impose their will yes on guys, yeah it like, it looked like how they beat Illinois earlier this year yeah and what I was what I was scared of was how because they dominated Illinois early and then they let off and Illinois ended up coming back to make it a game and then they picked it back up towards the end and took it away and I'm like I'm like okay that's the main thing that with Baylor I'm like they got this lead but they've shown over time that they could relax and like can they keep that energy up and I think it was a nine point game Matter of fact, it was it was sixty, it was sixty-one. No, sixty to fifty-one. That was the score. It was sixty to fifty-one. Gonzaga ball. Kisper turns it over. Fast break layup. Gets another steal. Fast break three. They're up to <laughs> sixteen. It's like okay, that's when I said it's over with. It's it. They just were better, man. They just were better. Just better. Like it. it like. Hats off. I think I think Gonzaga would have made it a closer game had the game that was scheduled this season wouldn't have got canceled. So you say they, they would have seen them before and they would have, you know. They would have they but they would have still lost. <laughs> right. <laughs> they I know, still I'm, not lost. Lie, I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I have a I have a soft spot for mid-majors. I do too. <laughs> because I do you know, too. I came from a, a uh I guess would you call us a low major? Or a low, yep. I don't whatever, yep. whatever you call it. So I have a soft spot for them, and they've been able to uh, to build that program up, um, and to the point now you're talking, you know, the last 20, 25 years, and now they're they you know they're in the championship game. Mm-hmm. I I wonder if this will hurt them going forward, though. No, no. they were in the championship game a few years ago versus exactly. North Carolina. And that team. Well, I thought that they got to the final. They got to the championship. No, they was in the championship yeah, game. In the championship. Oh, okay, okay. Versus North Carolina a few years ago. Like, so I'm not. I, I have faith that that he. You can know, steal. I'm thinking. I'm thinking about the uh, the Adam Morrison team. No, hell no, they, they get nowhere. Yeah. Right. Okay. I'm sorry. They, I'm sorry. Go ahead. That team actually lost to UCLA, right? The Adams Adam yeah, Morrison yeah, team. Yeah. 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 They lost to uh, they lost to Kevin Love in them, right? I believe so. Yeah, yep. yeah. Well, I I say screw that mid major stuff. <laughs> I went to the Catholic school, the Catholic school. I was in the Big Ten country growing up, and I went to the SEC school. <laughs> I'm all about the power, baby. Give me the power <laughs> conferences. Get out of here, little guy. Go eat somewhere else. Hey, I, I I I have my I have my feel for the mid majors, you know. I like Gonzaga, but I mean, hey, at the end of the day, 
I'm not gonna let my like and my feel blind me from what I saw. Right. And that's that's the main thing for me. But I didn't I didn't have a dog in the race either. Anyway, I mean, like I said early on, I had them two honestly as the best two teams, head and shoulders. And I and and I still believe that. Like, like Gonzaga had like a successful season. Like yeah, they so. lost to the only team that I think <laughs> was capable of beating them. Yeah, 31 and 1 is not not, they, not bad. They, they didn't they didn't come in and do what Illinois did and lost to a, a team that I mean I'm not gonna discredit Loyola, but like like it's they came like, in, they like, came yeah. in and they made it to the last game of college basketball right. and they lost to who was the clear cut number two team. And that's really only because they didn't play each other during the season when they were supposed to. Like just, so, no, I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. I, I was just joking earlier. I, I didn't mean to disrespect the mid majors. Um, no, no, no. You no, I think you did. And it's okay. <laughs> I remember I that. I don't, I don't mind the little engines that try. Um, <laughs> we'll remember that come football season. <laughs> but but, uh, but no, I, I think I think Smoke hit it right on the head, man. It's like, dude, it's like only they, they can only be one. <laughs> you know, at the end of the day, they can only be one. And literally, they lost to the better team. I mean, and even Gonzaga, I think if you were to ask them in their souls, they'd be like, we were not better than that team. And they, I think they're probably still trying to figure out what's the number of that truck that hit them and why it rolled back over them the other time, you know, going back and forward. And like, who put on the, the white lights and backed up the truck that hit them again? Uh, they just, they couldn't handle them, boys. So basically, what it was, they, they could not handle them. They couldn't handle them physically. They couldn't out-execute them. They couldn't figure them out. They tried zone to get back in the game. They beat that. They tried, you know, a funky little one-three-one at one point. It just nothing was working, man. They just it's this team was prepared and prepared to win. That's the other thing too. I think a lot of teams forget you can be prepared, and the coaches have you already for the game, but you also have to be mentally prepared, mentally prepared to win the game. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where Baylor excelled. Uh, the other night they were mentally prepared they went in like you hear a lot of championship teams saying we knew we were going to win that game last thought on college basketball before we move on uh the transfer portal um it's been heavily used now they're saying that 1200 kids are in the transfer portal for college basketball right now and I, i'm i'm one that's you know i'm for transfers but this is a little it, it seems becoming, a little ridiculous now. It's becoming a joke. Yeah, I mean, it, you, it's so you why, got kids me, just because you know they have one one issue with a coach or something saying, "Oh, I'm I'm out, I'm transferring." It, it I don't know. I, I I'm not for. Okay, you know what? Then don't when you give me a scholarship, don't make it just I gotta get it every year. Because if you can take it away from me, then I should have the opportunity and option to be able to go somewhere else. That's 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 different though. That's, but I can understand that. But if the coach kids. is not playing me, a coach is not playing me because okay, he, he okay, don't feel, I, I, or, or, or he didn't recruit me. New coach okay. comes in, okay. he didn't well, recruit that's, me. That's that's an issue. If if, if yeah, if, that, if, your, if your guy leaves, that's different. I think those, yeah, you absolutely should. That, should those, say, hey, I, I got those are grounds. Those are grounds to be gone. Okay. But I, I got I got two examples of guys who have entered the transfer portal 
And I and I put this all two different sports, and I put this all on. This is the culture now. This is the AAU, travel baseball, club football, all that stuff. This is the culture now. Adam Miller started every single game for U of I this year. Why is he in the transfer portal? For the Big Ten champion, where are you about to go? You want to go somewhere where you can shoot a million shots? Like, I, I, I was under the impression with him and Cabello next year, they can be really nice. Like, oh, he enters the portal. Okay, whatever. Then I look at my alma mater, Grambling State University, uh, Deontay Hickbottom, whatever his first name is, he jumps in the portal. He's the starting quarterback. But because he isn't as good and the team isn't doing as well, he jumps in the portal. Why? Like, for one, where are you going to go that's on the level of Grambling or above? You're not that good to me. Like, I didn't think you were that good in the first place to even be the starting quarterback, and now you're leaving. It's, it's, it's like, like, why? Like, who advises these kids, in my opinion? Like, like it's because you don't get your way. Like, the level – Kids don't want to compete no more. And that's my issue with it. If if it's legit issues, like you say, like you're not getting the playing time, you you know, and, and you know, the coach wasn't the one that recruited you. Things of that nature, I understand. But when you just leave for what? Like I, I just, Adam Miller is the biggest mystery to me right now. Like yeah. I really don't understand well, I don't get that one. Maybe Illinois is not paying him enough. I mean, you know, you got these coaches that up and leave. So Loyola, all these guys commit to that head coach because he's been there for a while. And, you know, he got the trust and faith of their parents and themselves. And they're feeling good about their chances at Loyola and their whole experience. And then they get into the tournament and next, you know, coach is gone to Oklahoma. Well, yeah, well, you, well, Glenn, we're so, saying that that's that's a valid excuse. Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm not saying an excuse. I'm saying if a coach can get up and go, then why should the kids be held to the same to a different standard? They shouldn't. Coach, coach signs a contract, but he can get up and go when he when he gets a better no, offer. I, I I completely agree. It just seems hypocritical to to hold the kids to some kind. Of, it seems to me hypocritical to hold these young men and women to some kind of inferred status some kind of subjugated indentured status when they're trying to put themselves for whatever the reasons, whether we agree with them or not, put themselves in the best light so that they can advance their opportunities and athletic on a professional level. I mean, let's, let's be real. They're, they're there to play, to get to the next level. Most of them. And those that aren't, aren't the ones that are in the transfer portal for the most part. Um, so 1200 of those guys aren't going to the pros no i understand that and like i said they're trying to put themselves in the best light and yes some of them are going to make bad decisions but for the most part if 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 a young man or woman is happy where they're at they'll stay there if they're not they'll try and find a situation to improve it i you know i think sometimes like you say it's the culture now and sometimes we're caught between antiquated ways that seem to always work and the people challenging saying like, you know what, that may work for you, but I'm just not feeling that. And I think of my own self and I'm not necessarily making them the, the, a major comparison, but I'm just thinking like when I went away to school, when I picked a college and after a couple of years, I realized, you know, you know what, I'm not excelling at Tennessee academia like I should. Maybe I might want to think about switching so on and so forth. And at that time, you know, I was 
more deferential to my parents and they were definitely footing a lot of the bill, you know, academically for me. So I acquiesced to that, but my old man was like, no, no, no. You know, it's like my parents were like, no, you know, you, you finish where you start, you know, you, you finish there at Tennessee. And that was the bad, that was a bad decision. I should have transferred when I thought, when I thought about where I needed to go. And that would have been a better decision. I'm just saying, but my point being sometimes what was traditional, what seemed to always be the way may not necessarily be that now. And just, you know, to, to, to try to limit someone based upon how we feel they should do things, I think is, is, is limiting unnecessarily. So what, what is being in a transfer portal hurting the universities? No, they're still oh, gonna make their money. Yeah, it's, hurt, it's hurting my school. <laughs> we lost. So coming, coming into this season, we lost our, uh, our second leading score a guy that was finishing the top, uh, top 10 in scoring in the nation. Um, in the 2020 season yeah we've been in COVID I'm, I'm losing track of where we were uh our leading scorer transfers to Xavier right he was he averaged over 20 points per game last season gets to Xavier this season and he averages four points a game right this year our leading scorer another another kid he's averaging over 20 points a game in the in at Hampton in the big south he enters the portal. He's not going to Memphis, supposedly. Right. It's almost as if we're being used as a JUCO. In, in, in well, eyes. I wouldn't I say that because it's happening at at, at big, big schools too. Happening at Tennessee. Let me tell yeah, you. You know, I mean, I, I just. <laughs> I'm saying I just, there, there, can't, there can't be a place. You got 1,200 kids in there right now. There can't be a place for all 1,200 of those kids. But what's your problem with that? I, I'm still trying to understand why you're so offended by it, why it annoys you, or, or why. Because we've be... lost two 20 point scores at Hampton. And, and <laughs> so, so as an hey, alumni, hey, see, see, <laughs> see, I, see, I, I don't, I there don't care. Is. I don't care if they choose to leave <laughs> and go somewhere. <laughs> I just, I just, I just think a lot of them are doing it off impulse and not doing it off what's best for them. Yeah, that's yeah. that's my main thing. Like the kid he's talking about from from Hampton to go to Xavier and only average four points a game. Like, who advised you to do this? Right, right. Like, who advised you to do that? That's my question. Like, I know a kid that left a HBCU baseball program from a from another conference, started was doing well, left to go to another HBCU at another conference and can't get on the field. Like, yeah. like why? What like what why? What's the thought process there? That's my thing. It's I have nothing against a kid going in the portal to better their situation. But if you're going in the portal just because and then you choose an environment that is worse than what you left. Now you're you're gonna be in the portal every year, probably. Right. And it's like right. Well, it seems to me, and I'm listening to the both of you. I'm I'm listening to you objectively, and I'm I'm trying to listen with both ears, not just you know, closed-minded. <laughs> seems to me that you two have hit upon a new business venture. I, I already the, said the, I'm the not the advisor. Yeah, advisor. Yeah, I, there I, you I go. said it. I've there said it. I've there said it because because hey, it's it's clearly money to be made there because. These people are not, they're clueless. 
Don't let them know. <laughs> hey, you, the, 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 you the new PAC. You the, the new PAC. Pack advisory committee. Man, <laughs> and let me say, I'm I'm for. I mean, I'm I was a kid that you know this is high school, but. I transferred in high school. Thank you. I was about to get to that, Mr. Mark Carmel Kenwood. (laughs) (laughs) But I had a valid excuse. Well, you had a Catholic school. I mean, what's going on there? You had Mark Carmel. It's a football factory. You play football. (laughs) Why would you go to Kenwood? It's a public school. They don't do anything in football. That doesn't make any sense to me. What's going on here? I've made total sense. I started day one when I I moved. So it, it did. It made total sense, but no, I, I I get that. You know, there are definitely reasons, but it it just seems like it's just it's a little. It feels a little over the top at this it's point. Becoming and, and it's going to and it's going to get to a point now. Like I said, twelve hundred kids in the portal, right? Are you? You got you got kids that are being recruited in from high school and from JUCO. There's no way that there's going to be a spot for all twelve hundred of those kids. There's not no way. You know what? And so I somebody, apologize. somebody's gonna be SOL, and so that's what that's what I'm worried about. And I apologize. I won't step on your lawn, and I won't step on your lawn. You old ass <laughs> men! I can't believe it. I'm the old guy here. You guys are the curmudgeonly ones. I don't. I just don't understand. <laughs> what once, once again, you guys have flipped the whole age <laughs> thing around. I don't understand it. I'm just saying it's it's, it's like just if you're gonna do it, do it to better your chances. Not yes, to, Grandpa. Not to worsen your chances. Yes, yes, Grandpa. I agree with you. Uh, like, like, like Adam Miller. Oh, you're gonna leave. You're gonna leave Illinois to go to Kentucky now. But you know what? People have to be allowed to make their own decision and make their yeah, own mistakes. You're right. You're right. You're and, right. And, and and what we see may not be what they feel, and what we feel may not be what they see. So, I, I, as long as it's not hurting anybody. You know, in terms of physically or, you know, anything to their persona, people should be allowed to make their own decisions, good, bad, otherwise, and understand and, and deal with the consequences of those decisions and learn from them. And if whatever doesn't, you know, hopefully they can be better for it down the line and learn how to maybe better, you know, figure things out, <laughs> you know. I, I agree. I, and I mean, I always the positive. To, to everything i mean at the end of the day I, I i working with youth my whole life want to want even if i've never come in contact with you ever in life i want what i think is the best for you you know like and 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 i don't and right and i don't know you know like so and you know so when i look at something and it's like man like i just would hate to see over time like they have those regrets and it's like, you know, one of one of the big uh big things like I always think back on, like I always said Sean Dockery should have never went to Duke. You know, like he he didn't make it as big as he could have because he went to Duke. But then I hear testimonials of like Doc got a Duke degree, you know, like, you know, so that that you know maybe was his destination you know maybe that was the plan for him in life you know so I, I can't dispute it but it's like you do also have those stories of guys where it's like man you really just blew it like you know so you know and it's like you just don't want to hear you don't want to hear those instances and I mean hey at the end of the day they're not in my household so I can't really control it unless I get my business 
<laughs> Smokes Advisory Council. <laughs> <laughs> hey, all but, I'm asking, if you're averaging 20 points at Hampton, please stay. That's all. <laughs> Just don't leave to go don't average leave. four points. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, that, 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 that don't make sense. Uh, hey, let's move on to some baseball. Season started this past week. And um, Smoke, let's start with you, man. Are, are, are you a little worried right here? The Yankees are 500 and a, and a game out of first place one week into the season. Are, are, are you worried? Not worried at all. Not at all. No? Not worried. It's 100 and how many left? 156 left? We three and three. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and what makes me more happy than anything is that our run total pitching wise is not high. Like we're not giving up many runs. We haven't clicked at the plate just yet. I thought, I actually thought our pitching was going to be kind of getting rocked past, past Cole. And actually our pitching has been okay through six games. We lost today in extras. We lost our first game in extras. We've lost a lot of run run games. Like, you know, so well, a lot, three games. I mean, but <laughs> but but it's nothing to worry. I don't think any team in major major league baseball has anything to worry about just yet. I guess the winless teams, maybe, but like it's still 156 left. Like, yeah, you can start on 10 and finish with 40 losses total. No, you, know? you, you don't want to you don't want to finish on you don't, don't want to start on 10. I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't, don't think that bodes to. well for you. Every team, is guaranteed to. To, every team is guaranteed to lose, what, 60 games? 60, yeah. yeah, that's what yeah. they say. You know, so. Yeah. Every team will win 60. Every team will lose 60 is what you do with those remaining. Yeah. 40? Yeah, our math is bad today. <laughs> 40, 42. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's man. The, it's, it's, no, it's that's nothing to be over. It's nothing to be overly, you know, panicking about. I mean. I, I see like a couple teams that I had, you know, big expectations of had some key injuries that, you know, uh, but still is early. You perform earlier than late, you know, and, as, and I'm talking Anderson and I'm talking about uh, uh my boy uh, Tatis, you know, like you perform early than late, you know, and yeah. and, you know, so I think both of those teams will still be OK. Um, I'm worried. Yeah. I'm not as a White Sox fan. They'd be know. okay, and I'm They'd not. I'm not okay. that, and and you know, the fact that they're they're three and four right now. That's 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 not even my issue. My issue is just their defensively. Goals. Yeah, it, that that's going to that's going to be a, too many mistakes. That to you should be an issue come playoff time. Right. I, I'd rather you have the problem now. Yeah. You, when you have a problem now, you know what you need to work on. Yeah. As opposed to you thinking you good and it's okay, and the it way, becomes an issue way, later. The way them boys are swinging them bats, <laughs> hey, man. Hey. But still, you got you got guys yeah, running into each it. other, no it. communication. And as I bad as that's it. been, they're three and four on the road. I get it. Madrigal is is, is seven games on the road. Three tragical. He's tragical yes. on the basement. He's tragical <laughs> on the. Oh my god. And I, I really, man, he looks so. After he makes a mistake, he looks so. So sad and pitiful out there, man. I, hey, I, I really feel bad for him, man. I'll he, say this as at the end of the day, they're major leaguers. 
Yeah. That defensive situation can be fixed. Yes. Okay. Uh, it can be so. fixed. Luis it can Roberts, be fixed. Uh, misplaying balls off his head. Uh, <laughs> yeah, now that, that was wild. <laughs> that was how, wild. how does that happen? Uh, that's the ghost of Jose Canseco. It's, it's all yeah. Russo's fault. It's that had to hurt, fault. by the way. Hey, but wait, what was even funnier was Eden's throw off after. The yes, yes. <laughs> he hit the mound. Eden's made some. Eden's made some awful throws he, he in, really the, in the last couple games. He's man. trying too hard. He's trying too hard. <laughs> But, he he but, missed he missed a he missed a uh, a routine fly ball, um, yes. but yeah the robber one and I'm yeah I, I know that hurt. <laughs> I actually did that in a in a sixteen and softball game once, but I'm not a major leaguer, but yeah and that and that hurt with the sixteen and softball so I know that man with hey, a, with, I, a, with a hard ball I, that that hey listen that if hurts. any of if any of my Grambling baseball viewers that play with smoke. They all know fly ball for me was my kryptonite. Oh no. Wait, now, you, granted, wait, wait, wait. Now, granted, I was slack, a second man. baseman. He did a lot of grounders. Yeah, how many, how many fly balls you get as an infield versus That's why he was in the infield and not the outfield? Versus ground balls. Oh, I'll tell you man. this. My high my my coach called me Pac-Man because ball on the ground, I'm gonna scoop it up. But that ball going at air. Oh boy, you got you got you issues. You might as well turn on it. It's 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 a show to see. You know the hard, the the hardest play. I played first base uh, in high school, through high school. The hardest play for me was when you would get that uh, that shallow pop right into the outfield. Yeah, I had no chance. <laughs> the, no chance. This. I had no clue how to play that. <laughs> The, the ones that you got to run to yeah. are easier. Right, right, But right. them ones that go straight they up. They go straight up, and you like, and oh, And they shit. a mile high? Oh, God. <laughs> hey, I, hey, forgive me if I drop it, please, because oh, this man. is about to be a tough one. <laughs> this is about, as, and, as a, and as a coach right now, when my players miss, my, my infielders miss pop-ups, I just look to my, I say something to him, but I look to my other coaches like, man, hey, listen, I, I couldn't do it either. I, I know how hard that is. Oh <laughs> uh, man, but yeah, if they man, if they clean up the the uh, the defense, man, they'll be they'll be, be okay, so much man. better. They're gonna be okay. Larusa took the hit after uh, this latest loss in Seattle, the final <laughs> game of that series. Yeah. Um, with his management of the bullpen. Uh-huh. Leaving leaving Foster in a little little too long and not having anyone ready to go. But uh, I, I think I think he's still trying to adjust to to being a manager, if that makes sense, even though he's a he's a Hall of Famer. No, it's a little different with pitchers because mm-hmm. you, they have to stay in a little bit longer. Right, after right. You have the three the three batter rule right now. Yeah. So you can't you can't really go lefty righty now, right? So um, you're right. He's adjusting. So he's a yeah. He's adjusting. Right. Oh man, man. And now that I think about it, my Yankees. We done fell victim twice of this new goddamn California rule. Shit, <laughs> 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 man. Yeah, no, I, don't, I don't know if I does it really speed the game up that 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 much. I mean, today's game does. was still four hours. No, well, it doesn't. Yeah. Well, it, it speeds up extra innings. 
that that is i mean at that point the game is already long it's already been a long time I can, it, it gives you a better that. chance to score an extra innings it, that's all it does it, it doesn't speed the game up because you ain't doing it until the 10th inning you don't already play nine <laughs> so, so it, it ain't it ain't speeding it up uh, well, I, I guess yeah i guess in in in, in extras you that's all in the scoring position but yeah, yeah still I, it, it I, is, I and it, all it's doing is helping the teams from having to use more pitching Right. I think if you have two managers that are constantly going back and forth, I think in that regard, it may, as opposed to if it's just one manager doing it, but the other manager isn't. But even with that, I don't think, you know, the three or four or five minutes <laughs> that it may save is making all that much of a difference. It's baseball. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's if, you, if your sixth inning lasts because you can't get the other team mm-hmm. out, it doesn't matter who's, you know, how many times you switch or can't switch. You need to, you know, yeah. you need to be able to get those fools out. So, you know, I mean, if the, if the White Sox didn't have that sixth inning, you know, that bottom of the, uh, yeah, that bottom of the six, you know, that game might have been cut 30 minutes. But, you know, when you have a, a half inning that lasts damn near an hour, <laughs> I mean, right. you know, yeah. that's your that's your game right there. I mean, yeah. they, they, that's about, that's, that'd like be the 40, thing. Like a 40-minute half inning. Man, people want to see runs, but people don't understand the more runs, the longer that game is typically going to be. The fastest games are always the lower scoring games right. because that means you're getting outs and defense is making plays. They're not hitting the ball. It's quick, quick innings. When you got eight, seven ball games, the games are typically going to be long. Like, they're going to be long. Like, unless you scoring a run in and that's on a home run or something. Like, it's. You know what, though? I don't understand people's problems because I'm like, look, dude, if I'm going to spend all this money, if you tell me it's a three and a half hour game, a four hour yeah. game, I, I'm feeling better about getting my money's worth. Exactly. And no. with people, dude, with social media, where, where are you in a hurry to go to? No. If you have somewhere to be, you shouldn't be going to the game to begin with. No. You well, guys don't want to. You don't yeah. Wanna. And, that, and you have that option. Yeah, but, but don't be mad. Don't, <laughs> don't be mad at baseball. Don't blame baseball. <laughs> You know, don't play baseball. Just, you know, you got other options. And people have their social platforms with the media. Like, you can entertain yourself while you're chilling at the game for three or four hours. I used to, man, I used to love uh, a nice Mark Burley start that get you in and out in two and a half hours. At work, I do. I did. No, even at the ballpark, man. I I don't, I didn't mind. I think the perfect, the perfect is about 245. Okay, because three a hours nine in a game. Yeah, because because it goes three hours and fifteen that's the minutes. Perfect. That's the that perfect. Extra, yeah, that, the extra half hour is killing you. If it goes, if three it goes, hours if, it, if it goes three three fifteen, all right, I'm with it. You know, it's baseball. <laughs> okay, four hours is where you draw. Four hours is too damn long. Man. <laughs> Zach Snyder, the, the Zach Snyder cut of a baseball game. Just, I talk about that. Much. You know what? I'd say that for Major League Baseball, and I say it for college football. Four hours is too damn long for a game. That's that's a problem. That's a problem. Man, you're getting one of them games that's entertaining as hell. No, you don't even know what time. You don't even know no, how long you've been playing. I, I I know it at guaranteed rate. There's a big clock out in center field <laughs> that lets me know exactly what time it is. It's like, damn, it's eleven o'clock and we're only in the bottom of the seventh. What is going on? You know, that happens. That what happens. keeps you there? The, the the fear of missing something? Uh, yeah. I mean, you want you want to see the you want to see the game. You know, you want to you want to see it through. You know, 
through its entirety. You know, that that's I, the that's the only reason. I enjoy every minute. You don't, you don't want to miss anything. You know, if it's five, if it's a five hour thing, I'm gonna join every minute of my day out. No, my time uh, away. No, no shot. <laughs> I'll leave. Hey, I mean, if I feel that way, but I'm like, dude, I'm like, this is my moment to just enjoy, relax. It's it's a national pastime, but it's not just, it's like any sporting event. It's like, I mean, mm-hmm. if I did it every week, then of course, but if I'm doing it once every now and again, I'm not tripping. Only only time I'm caring about the length of the game is if I get caught in a rain delay as a fan. <laughs> yes. I'll go That's it. On that one. That's right. it. That's it. Other than that, I mean, other than that, yeah, I might leave a game in the seventh inning. That mean that game to me has already been decided. Right. Uh, right. If 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 it's a close game, I'm staying. Yeah. Or do what I do. Get there the third inning. <laughs> no, I, I, I like to see my uh, the national anthem. and well, I don't need to see the national anthem. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me be careful. <laughs> <laughs> I like to see player introductions and the fireworks and all that stuff. You know, I'm into that sort of thing. You know, right, they, they, uh, they got fireworks on Saturday video. night. Fireworks on Saturday night after the game. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm into that sort of thing. <laughs> so yeah, I, I need to be there on time. But uh, but yeah, four hour, four and a half hour games, man. That's that's a little much, man. A little much for me. Hey, Northside. So the, the Southsiders can't play defense, and it looks like the Northsiders can't hit. <laughs> they got they got one hit the other day, and then uh, were no hit, I think, into the sixth in this last game against the Brewers. And they ended, I think they ended up losing in extra innings. But, yeah, uh, lost in extras. Yeah, what, yeah what, what's, what's up with those guys? Wait, have, have you even watched them? I, I've watched I'll, I'll things about them. <laughs> I've watched condensed versions. <laughs> uh, I mean, it, to me, it's kind of the same problem they've had the last several years. They just don't hit like they used to, and they and now they they have even less. The pitching has been okay so far, but I don't believe that's going to hold. Um, uh, you know, you use a talent like you, Darvish, and you know Lester gets old on you. You know, and you 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 know they have they haven't had anything of significance really come through their their minor league system. It just to me, it's like this just playing out the stream from a world championship team that you know has been they slowly dismantled years but, ago. But they aren't old though. That's 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 the issue. Though. Uh, you know, maybe not age wise, but you can age other ways. Damn. Oh my bad. Uh, I was watching how my Yankees lost. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. You know, Dude, sometimes bro. you know you you play a lot of playoff games. You know, sometimes you. you there's there other things that can wear you down, you know, these contracts, you know, the way that's been kind of held over their heads, um, losing players that you're close to because you developed that bond that can weigh on you. The, just, Yankees, the Yankees core played way into, you know, deep into the playoffs every year. They, yeah, but they, they were winning. They were winning, man. It's just different winning. when you're winning. It's different when you're winning. I mean, the Cubs have been winning, Dave. No, no, no. no. They, they were going to World Series. The Cubs won a World Series and they, you know, oh, they, all World Series. Okay, they won a World Series and they they lost a couple of league championship series. Okay, right, and they were looking vi- vibrant then. And I'm saying since the that last league championship that they have appeared in, slowly over the last two to three years, injuries can can age you or wear you mm-hmm. wear your body down. Rizzo has been dealing with the back for like the last three or four years. 
you know, and um, all their key pitching was on the older side at that right. time versus like when you mentioned the Yankees, the key arms were yeah, I get, yeah, I get you with the core. I'm talking going with the core. I'm yeah. talking about your 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 uh, your core everyday players though. Yeah, but I'm saying you know it's like you know the other things that can weigh on you and Brian, you know, injury. I mean, Contreras had been dealing with growing issues, uh, Rizzo back issues, Brian, all other types of issues. Those things can, can weigh on you, wear you down and age you from a, you know, a mental different kind of capacity that, that you can't necessarily see physically mm-hmm. uh, or, or, or see on the surface, but it just, it shows up in your play, you know, yeah. and it's just, they just look, they look, worn out and you know you, you change managers um trying to re, you know your owner not owner but the general manager himself leaves the guy that kind of puts you all together it's just it's like a team that's just kind of playing out of street unlike the blackhawks yeah. who won championships they were able to maintain it a little bit longer because they were winning but they played a lot of playoff games too you one know? thing i think goes unnoticed and i was explaining this to one of my guys like we talk about the era we're in and how technology and health and all this stuff is such a big, big factor nowadays. You would think these guys are more healthier, but we see so many injuries, but we never account about just how much of the specific sport these guys play that they are playing. These guys are playing basketball, baseball at an early age, nonstop. Like, and that stuff carries over. Like, and once they get to the majors, it, it's like their, their clock is old. Like, their age might not show it, but their, their body. But their body has been through so much by that point that it's it's hard to really tell because we just see age and we like, oh man, like young he's guy. young. Right. But we don't account for the fact that these guys has probably been like I coaching you baseball. Like we don't stop really. We have a month off and we get right back at it. Like so, like I know the amount of ball these guys are playing, and I think that's a key factor in why we see these guys degenerating so fast at early ages nowadays. You know, and and I and I think that's just something that goes unnoticed because it's not it's not highlighted, you know, and and like just thinking of guys like Chris Bryan and like like how do you go from rookie of the year MVP to like most club fans hoping they get rid of you? And I'm not talking yeah. about and I'm not talking about just like now I'm talking about two years after these events, right? (laughs) You know, like, like, how does that happen? Like I'm a Yankee fan and Aaron judge is hurt every goddamn year. Like he's, he didn't play tonight because of back soreness. (laughs) Like, Like these guys are always aching, man. And it's crazy. It's crazy. And like, I look at the, the core guys with them, like, I think it all went downhill, in my opinion, when Addison Russell, when everything, when all that happened with Addison Russell. Mm. I think, and and it's it's not his situation. It's just how he fit with that team. No, he wasn't the star, but I felt 
him, his departure elevated Baez way too And that team, like Baez isn't a better shortstop than, than Addison Russell. And Baez had that high, hot season, but I think I think that was when we started to see the change. Okay, Baez is like our guy now. Now, you know, Chris Bryant was was looking like to be declining. Rizzo was like the oldest tenured position player, but he wasn't really that old. It's, it's, it's just a bunch of weird stuff going on with the Cubs that, like, I'm – like, it's crazy. To your but, point, as far as, like, and you were saying, like, you know, they do so much that their bodies are breaking down. Keep in mind, how much does LeBron spend on keeping his body up to snuff? Mm-hmm. The guy puts in over a million dollars. Million dollars, yeah, yeah. If, if that's what it takes, I mean, that yeah. just think, just think about that. Not like ten thousand, not a hundred thousand. That brother put in a million dollars annually. But I will say, LeBron is just a damn freak of nature because no I'm sure because I'm sure it's other guys who do. True. And they just right, no doubt. But Tom Brady's not the athlete that LeBron is, and Tom Brady puts a lot of money. In himself too. What I'm saying is, is that in order to be able to maintain, there's a lot you're going to have to invest. Yeah. And, and even in doing so, like you said, that may or may not work. But just think about that. That. But you have to consider that. Yeah. Right. You and have if to guys, consider that. And if guys aren't doing that, they may need to think about doing that. Yeah. No, I agree. Because it's it's taxing, taxing on the body, man. And we're we're seeing these guys. They're they're their their athletic lives are dying faster and faster. Like, and it's like, man, why is that? When exactly. All we hear is how much better technology is and being healthier is and all that stuff in this era. And these guys, these guys, we talking all these sports, these guys can't, pitchers can't throw 100 pitches no more. Wow. Like, like where's one basketball? Marichal? Like you know, basketball players can't play eighty-two games. Yeah, like it's, it's it's just it's just crazy. And that's why I bowl. <laughs> I can invest in a five-dollar beer and a seven-dollar sandwich, <laughs> and still throw over two hundred <laughs> consistently. <laughs> Hey, I'm looking up Addison Russell. You know he's not in baseball right now. I can believe it, but you, I didn't. You know didn't. That. You, uh, I, I knew it. I, I didn't. <laughs> man, did played, you know how he was out of? He played, how he got out? Well, I know that. Okay. But he played. He played in the, in uh, in Korea last season. He was in the KBO. Oh, shit, I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know he was even playing no more. So I guess that's good. He and... went far, far away and played. Huh? Well, uh, here we go. Here we go. According to Wikipedia, he's in the Mexican league now. <laughs> That's wild. He's drinking a whole lot of cervezas playing down there. <laughs> <laughs> when I think about that. I think about uh, Major League. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Jake, Jake Taylor was in the Mexican league. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, hey, Glenn, how many... How many uh, how many consecutive games can you bowl without uh, getting tired? I can do nine before I really feel nine? it. Nine? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Now, when we go in our tournaments, Brandon and I, 
Um, there's one we do in Detroit where we bowl instead of bowling the traditional three, it's actually four games in the morning. And then we stay and do another one afterwards. And that's another four games after that. So that's eight. Um, if I haven't been bowling, I can't just roll out the bed and do that. But you know, if, if I've been kind of bowling, I can do what I really feel anything. But yeah, once it gets to around nine, then I'll, I'll kind of feel it. So there's but, you know, conditioning involved with that. When you don't normally bowl nine games. So no, there's no conditioning involved at all. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, normally you just do three when you're doing league stuff. Um, but if you're doing a tournament, if you're doing a tournament, you want to build up a little bit of stamina. So, you know, you, you probably bowl games before your tournament, so to speak. So you don't, you know, wear out or, you know, that kind of deal. And then sometimes, you know, you, you bring a little icy hot with you and you let, you know, a little Advil or whatever and keep it going. It's a little, some, you know, but, uh, and to get a couple of cervezas, uh, but whatever, whatever the case might be, but, uh, but yeah, no, it's, it's a lot of that dude just really has to do with, you know, knowing how to bowl. It's not all just throwing your arm and all that stuff. There's a, there's a way you can do it without, without taxing your body. Oh, okay. So me doing three and a couple beers and I'm, I'm done. That's well, if you don't normally, normal? if you don't normally bowl, you might feel it a little bit. And if you don't have some technique and you're just throwing it and your body's not used to what zero you're doing, technique, then you will probably feel it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> zero technique. Hey, last thing we, we can get out of here. Um, Sam Darnold was traded uh, from the, the Jets okay. to uh, the Carolina uh, Panthers. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. This is where I check out because I'm not, can't, I can't be allowed to speak after this. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. this Go is ahead. this is where I, I need fired up glenn man oh god all right here's my question yes sir and you're 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 best i think equipped to answer this all right the bears spent all their time trying to go after russell wilson right and 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 putting all their assets toward russell wilson allegedly right uh-huh, uh-huh. but then sam darnold gets traded for basically uh <laughs> Bag of beans. A bag of, of, of footballs. <laughs> how's how's Ryan Pace still employed? Oh, uh, oh my God! Um, tears of a clown. <laughs> I feel like Smokey Robinson song right now, uh, dude. I think I went off last week. <laughs> it is the same thing. How is this? Apparently, there's nothing you can do to get fired. (laughs) Apparently, I don't know if he has pictures. Well, they can't. They they can't fire him now because then you, you know, no, you can't. No, 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 you can. You can set a precedent. You can do whatever. It's your team. You literally can. It makes. I mean, how long? What's two, three weeks ago, we were talking about getting Sam Darnold. And I'm not the biggest Sam Darnold fan, but I'm like, dude, it makes a lot of sense because because of all these other things. Kind of like, you know, what the Carolina Panthers thought. Well, you know, it kind of makes sense to take a chance with a guy who's in his early 20s and maybe Mm -hmm. we can turn him around and, you know, it's not going to cost as much and we can go forward. And if it doesn't work, well, you know, maybe we can trade him later, whatever. The fact, again, I go back to that. We moved up to get Trubisky. We gave away draft equity to get Trubisky. You decided not to renew, you know, his option. And you kept him. <laughs> you essentially got zero. Nothing. It's like the it's like uh Al not Al Pacino. What's the guy? Not Al Pacino, but the other guy. 
I'm the Godfather. Which Big time one? actor. Other guy. Oh, and De Niro? Yes, it's like Robert De Niro and the Untouchables. You got nothing. You don't got the bookkeeper. You got nothing. <laughs> Good reference. You got, you got nothing. Zero. Zero. Even the Jets, as bad as the Jets have been my entire life, basically, and making decisions, they got something for Sam Darnold. <laughs> Who just came a year after Trubisky? He's 2018 draft. Trubisky's 2017 draft. One guy's the number three pick in the draft. We had the number two pick in the, the number two pick in the draft, and you got nothing for him, and you're allowing this guy to make more decisions. And then he comes right back. And like I said before, you 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 have a two-time Pro Bowler and Fuller, and you don't have enough money to keep him because you've invested in two aging, mediocre quarterbacks. And then you keep trying to pass this off as though it was a good idea. Meanwhile, the Jets are like, well, you know. Hmm. Everybody like, knows we go for a quarterback. Like everybody knew that. Like people trying to talk, like they they might keep. No, there's no way in hell you can keep the number three quarterback from 2018 and draft the number two quarterback. No, exactly. You have to get rid of him. You're either trading like, down and getting more picks. Which here's the thing: if you get more first round picks, that means you've got more options to try and, and renew. You know, when it comes up which is going to cost you a lot of money. So you're not going to trade down to get a whole bunch of second and third round picks. When you've got the number two pick in the draft, you're going to get another number one. But maybe you don't want to go through packaging, all the other stuff, or you get rid of the guy who's struggling. You put your horse and you hit your star to a newer guy that you think has bigger upside, which of course makes sense. So everybody knows this. So you're not going to get as much value for Donald as you may like, because everybody knows you're going to get rid of him. But they got something for him. And, and, and Pace did nothing. It's like, I don't care that you named Dalton a number one starter. Who cares? Dalton, it doesn't matter. You don't owe Dalton anything. He's here for one freaking year. What do you owe this guy? You gave you gave him what you gave him what you owe him, $10 million. For your last damn year, we hope. Right. But you gave Dalton what you owe him, $10 million contract. That's all you owe him. And he owes you a good season from that, to be quite honest with you. You don't have to, even if you name a number one, doesn't mean he can't be have competition. Darnold's sitting there, sitting there. Dude, I've had no problem at all if you gave away, especially if you had to give them any number ones, you give away two picks for next year, and, and you get a conditional six-round pick this year. You get a, a conditional pick. So you get more than one six-round pick this year. You could have just given that away. It's just, it's idiotic. These guys are idiots. And then that turns around, That's that was only superseded by Nagy saying, hey, I'm calling the plays this year because I did such a whiz-bang <laughs> job the year before. I was like, these guys are begging to be fired. I mean, basically, you know what? Screw what I did before. Like, oh, we learned our lesson. We're going to go in, you know, in the off season. And we're going to talk and we're going to come out. We have a new plan and come right out and tell the public we're going to do the same damn thing we did the year before. A part well, of me, a, a part of me <laughs> think Nagy notices it. Well, he's saying to himself, and I get it. If I'm going to go out, I'm going to go out on my own terms. I get it. But you know what? You could still be smart about it. Dude, you can still be instrumental in the plays that are being developed in the development of whatever quarterback you have quarterback for you and, and working with Lazor. It's it's not your it's like your ego is misplaced, dude. It's misplaced. Oh, my God. Dude, I don't know. I, your I, question, think, I, I don't know. I don't I know think, why they're still here. I think I think Nagy looking at it like, you know. If if I want any another job, I have to show that I can. 
I'm just saying, no, no, no. I'm, I'm just saying, I, I don't like, I, I don't think, I think he knows it's over for him here in Chicago. I think he does. I think, I, I that's what I feel. Not arguing with you. I, I, I'm with you that he, and again, I'm saying he's thinking I'm going to go out on my own terms. I'm, I'm going to do it my way. If I'm going to go out swinging, I'm going to go out swinging with my bat. I get that. But here's the thing. <laughs> that can work against you too. You're yeah. not looking at the other side of it. Like if you call plays and your team stinks, it looks even more like you shouldn't be calling plays because it, they, they stunk less when the other guy called plays right. and they stink yeah. more when you call plays. And Oh, by the way, they're stinking again because you're calling plays again. So maybe you stink at calling plays. So, so now, yeah, now no one hires you. That's <laughs> true. You as an offensive coordinator. Either. That's true. Right. Back to the Arena Football League for you, buddy. That is true. <laughs> you know, I, dude, it just it blows my mind. I had one thing that I want to throw out right quick. What if? I, I, it, it, it probably won't happen. But I'm thinking a lot of smoke screens. A lot of people, you know, teams and organizations do these things and make you think one way and so on and so forth. What if? the 49ers moved up to number three to get Zach Wilson. To get Zach Wilson? Yes. Everyone says the foregone conclusion is Zach Wilson is going to the Jets. Maybe he's not. You know, so who do you think? I'm saying Dar- Dar- Darnold, Darnold didn't get traded till after Fields' workout. Darnold could have been traded any time before then. Why, why now? So you're saying that I hope that's not the case, dude. If I, 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 I know I've been, I know I've been crazy on social media with how people been treating me. Definitely don't want to go to the Jets. <laughs> but 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 here's the thing: the, the Jets at some point in time, no one they do. Go to they Tampa. do have a lot of capital to right. to build, though. But what I'm saying is, at one point in time, nobody wanted to go to Arizona. They were a horrible franchise. For most of my life, same thing with the Buccaneers. Most of my life, those two teams and organizations have changed around to where they've been winners more of late, more in your lifetime than in my lifetime, as far as mm-hmm. growing up. So yeah. these things can change. You know, they don't they don't have to stay the same. And the Jets now, who who's a, the, the the new head coach is the guy from Asala, the guy from San Francisco, right? The Jets, the Jets head coach Asala, the, the former yeah. Defense, yeah. former defensive coordinator, yeah. right? Yep. What do defensive coordinators hate defending? Athletic mobile quarterbacks who can throw the ball. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, Fields, there's more tape on Fields against better competition than it is Wilson. Always will be, because Wilson never played nobody. <laughs> okay. Wilson has not. He played North Texas. <laughs> right. <laughs> Wilson hasn't had the serious arm injury that, uh, I'm sorry, Fields didn't have the serious arm injury that Wilson had. We've seen Wilson, we've seen Fields play through injury during a game and excel. We seen him play better competition. He ran a four-four. Well, no one's talking about what Zach Wilson ran, if he ran anything. We don't even know if he ran. We've seen Fields throw the ball. You don't have to go to the you don't have to go to his pro day to see him throw the ball. There's enough footage of him out there. You can mm-hmm. stay at home and watch. I don't buy that whole I gotta see him for myself. Yeah, I guess there's some nuances you can get on, but you can still see the pretty much the same thing that I can see. You can see. And there's more tape on, on Fields playing tougher competition. Fields has been a leader. I mean, there's a there's a lot of things. Going into the season, this, this past season, Fields was arguably maybe the top quarterback, but at least one in one A's, which we heard a lot of. You know, and then when he played Lawrence's team, he smoked them. Yeah. 
Okay, it should have beat him the year before. So it's not like he was daunted by that. And he plays, usually he plays his better games in big games outside of the Big Ten Championship game, which they still won, by the way. So I'm just saying, on a lark, what, and here's the thing. Sala came from where? San Francisco. San Francisco. Who moved up to number three? San Francisco. I'm going to take Fields. Why don't you move up so you can get Wilson? You're in a different conference. I'll see you in the Super Bowl. Two years from now. Everybody thinks they're going for Mac Jones. I, I can't believe you moved up to number three to take Mac Jones. I'll have to see that to believe it. Man, that's what I, I've been, man. But think about that. Think about that. Nobody knows what kind of conversation Sala and uh, Shanahan might be having. And hey. they say they do say Shanahan and uh, Lynch are uh, separate on the quarterbacks they want. I, look, all I'm saying is, <laughs> we're, hey, who who where did Garoppolo go when he was with New England? Where did he end up going? He got he got traded to where San Francisco. Francisco. Belichick and Shanahan had a pretty good relationship, somewhat due to the elder Shanahan having a decent relationship with Belichick. I'm just saying, man, you know, old boy network stuff, you know, who I know, who you know, all that stuff, who shakes hands with whom, all that stuff still happens. We don't Bar see it, but that still happens. Bar Scott think the Patriots is the ones putting out all this negative on fields to give them the drop to <laughs> Yeah, I, 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 I can see that too. But I'm just saying, I'm just, I, I'm just, I'm being, I'm throwing speculation out there, but as crazy as it may seem, it may not be that crazy. Move up to number three. We got the number two pick. We control that. We're not going to take Wilson. If you really like, who do you like, Wilson or Fields? I really like Wilson. Okay, well, you know, I like Fields. We'll take Fields. Nobody has to know. We take Fields, you're guaranteed to get Wilson. Or we take Wilson, you're guaranteed to get Fields. But I think Shanahan really likes Wilson more than he probably likes Fields. And I think Sala likes Fields more than he would like Wilson. Temperament-wise. I can see Fields playing for Sala more than I can see Fields playing for Shanahan, per se. And I can see Wilson, I can see Shanahan really thinking Wilson is his golden boy. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. What if that was the case? Because, again, our boy Darnold didn't get traded until after we saw Fields' pro workout day. He could have been traded any time before then. Why'd you, why now? Or he could have been traded next week. Why now? He could be traded on, 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 on draft, draft day. Yeah, you're right. Why, why now? Why now? We seen what we, we saw what we needed to see from Fields. We're taking Fields. You can get what you can get. Wilson. Uh, Wilson. I I can't argue that. I'm yeah. just saying. That's some thinking, man. That's why you the draft expert, huh? <laughs> or the draft crazy person. <laughs> or, well, or the mad scientist. <laughs> yeah, you, you got to have a little bit of that, you know, if you want to be in that position. Yeah. Which I don't, I don't can't know. always be conventional. I don't, I don't know if the Bears guy has that. No, they don't because Carolina nah, apparently has it. Because, because, because <laughs> you heard the you hear the, the sequence that GM just broke down of how they discussed. I don't know who the hell he was talking to that told him, Hey, yeah, if you move up and take Mitch, you know, such, such, such like he was talking to a damn fool. Well, no, oh, no, he wasn't talking whoever, to him. That was all no, whoever was talking to him knew he was a damn fool. Yeah, like, we yeah. gonna get him. That's John Lynch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, no, you saw the, you saw the, the reports. Um, um, Hugh, uh, Hugh Jackson said when he was in Cleveland 
he said that they really wanted um, Trubisky. Uh, Trubisky. Yeah, he was that. totally against it. So maybe, maybe, maybe I mean, it wasn't all the experts had him at one. Yeah, I'm saying maybe it wasn't a dupe for uh, for for Pace to 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 go for that uh, for that trade to San Francisco. Maybe yeah, maybe probes. it was serious. I don't know. I mean, it was the wrong pick, and he he didn't have to do it because you had two guys behind him that were you know, just as good. Mm-hmm. You know, I just can't. Believe, I I hope that this is getting on the this this gets put on the list of uh of of egregious actions that have that have taken place during this tenure, and uh, yeah. I, yes. I I just don't get it, man. I'm shaking my head over here. I don't get this. Aren't we all? And, and why do I still cheer for them? I don't know. <laughs> hey, with that, I think let's wrap it up. Uh, thank you for listening to the Easy Smoking the GM podcast. We greatly appreciate that. Uh, we don't take it lightly. Uh, you can catch us on Apple Podcasts, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon, and iHeartRadio. Yeah. I, you know, I've done, man. I've, I've done, I've done better at that, man. I'm a little disappointed at my, my right, performance man. today. You there, did it. Man. I'm gonna give you the Omar Epps. <laughs> <laughs> you can also catch us at hp53productions.com. There's a link to the podcast as well as the Super Duper podcast hosted by Rob Griggs and the Father Good podcast hosted by Marshall Givens and Kenny Stevenson, two very funny comedians. Um, and yeah, I think that's it. Hope you enjoyed our show. Glenn, please take us out. Hey, I ain't saying we're right. Uh, although I did pick Baylor. But I just, <laughs> I just don't think we're wrong. Hope you enjoyed it like, like Ed said. Peace out. We'll catch you next week.